Welcome to the Steam Engine podcast. We are Jay and Lucy, and this is a podcast to discuss people-first leadership within the workplace. In other words, what it means and what it takes to always put people at the forefront of every business decision. Our mission is to inspire you to rethink the way you make decisions in the workplace. Now that Lucy stopped being really serious, let me tell you a little secret. This podcast is just two mates who are really passionate about putting people first in the workplace, sharing their chat and also inviting you to join their movement. And with that being said, let's dive into the episode. Hey Lucy, what was the last decision you made today, like just now? Oh, I think the last decision I made was probably which tea I was going to drink. <laughs> so which tea was it? I actually chose chai today. Oh, that's a, mine. That, that is yours, inspired by you, not my usual Earl Grey, <laughs> darling. <laughs> Why do you ask? No, because we make decisions all the time. Right? Like the whole day, every minute, every hour, we make some decision. So, but... It's the same at home, it's the same at work as well. So I thought it would be an interesting topic for us to explore yeah. in, our, in this next episode. Great. It is interesting in the sense it could be seen like deemed quite elementary a topic, given that I'm not sure anyone wants to go in depth as to how or why I chose to drink chai tea on this lovely sunny afternoon. But I think actually I think there is a significant amount of value in discussing obviously specifically in the workplace how and why decisions are so critical I guess maybe the kind of decisions we have to make every day every week every month every year and Mm -hmm. some obviously bigger than others but also what happens if decisions are not made Mm -hmm. and also just maybe around the process of making decisions as well I think that because like you said you know my The decision that I made today around my tea was not particularly important and I wasn't massively intentional in how I made it. But there are some decisions where if you are not giving it the appropriate attention and being very intentional in how and why you make it, then could have very significant consequences, I think. Yeah, and also, yes, significant consequences and quite massive impacts on people. Yeah, right, and the culture of an organization. So let's be really clear <laughs> as we start off to explore this one. This is not an episode around like how to make decisions and like, you know, or some theory around decision making. Absolutely <laughs> not. We are not about that for sure. We are about chai tea and impacts on people. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it's taken us about an hour to figure out how to get our headphones to work. <laughs> That's another episode. That's for our bloopers episode. (laughs) This is the first time Jay and I have not been in the same room recording an episode. It turns out our tech mindset fails us at times. But anyway, here we are. Hopefully, we sound okay. We always sound good. Just just don't be caught. No, so I think decision making is, as you said, what a leader does every day. Not only leaders, everyone does that in in an organization. I feel like from my perspective, I would like to get your thoughts on this as well. Like, how do we, what kind of environment do you need for people to make decisions? I can talk about like from my experience as a parent. So unless you make the home a safe place for kids to talk about what's in their mind and 
you have to make the home a safe place for kids to speak up talk about what they feel like how they want to and also make decisions you build the trust and the transparency at home mm-hmm. make the home feel like safe and then it creates that environment where you make the kids feel safe to make decisions i think it's very similar at work if your team and the employees feel safe and that the leaders have your back yep. i think it will create that safety net for people to make decisions and not have and if you and knowing that your manager has your back to make yes. those decisions yep. i truly believe safety in a workplace drives speed of decision making i want to get your thoughts on that perspective Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And it's around the so decision making always has an element of risk of various scales. Mm. So you are you know right from kind of top leadership deciding mm. on the strategy of the company. That's a decision. And actually for the most part there is never a right or wrong in any decision. So actually decision making the reason it's actually a skill that is worth talking about here is that there is never a clear right and a clear wrong answer. and certainly not and uh, maybe there is right in hindsight but we never make decisions mm. really out of hindsight so mm. from a position of hindsight so i think that's why this is a skill and in certain decisions are of you know there's an important scale and some are less important and some are so i think practicing your ability to make decisions is really important so that when you get to a place where you need to feel really safe to mm. make a decision you can decide almost like what your risk appetite is with the decision you need to make based on how safe you're feeling in your workplace. And let me kind of maybe just unpack that a little bit and give a, a an example. I definitely have been and I think there might be a theme floating through these <laughs> podcasts about how I was kind of nervous, I guess, maybe in earlier on in my career and I wouldn't make a decision without asking somebody else my leader or what have you to the point of i didn't even know how to phrase emails like i'd often go i'm just going to write this this in an email like ask someone to send me something right away is that okay there is and obviously i didn't feel safe because i thought that person might come back and be like why are you saying this to me that's probably mm. partly me as opposed to the actual environment i was in but decisions literally range from how you decide to phrase an email what kind of person i want to act like at work what kind of leader i want to be team member i want to be to mm. like i mentioned setting the entire strategy for an organization massive decision and you wouldn't make that decision alone yes but every one of those decisions in order to make it confidently you've got to have confidence in yourself but that often comes from the ability to know that if that decision in hindsight turns out to maybe not be the right in inverted commas decision that the environment around you won't go what kind of decision was that jay oh mm-hmm. guys guys mm-hmm. it all went wrong that was actually jay's fault like she yeah. made that decision so so knowing so it's around cultivating a good environment for yes. that decision so what's the key steps i guess for for that yeah like that's exactly what i was kind of like looking for what you just said it's the, that safety of making the decision and and owning the consequences consequences doesn't have to be like negative like consequence like no let me rephrase it this is where my english comes into play it's the owning the outcome of that decision yep because like let's let's face it right even even deciding who you want to marry is a decision really like because... does that mean i can't make decisions no 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 <laughs> absolutely not that's not what come on that's not what i mean I'm like just kidding. at that at that particular point in time 
how do you know? Yes, you're in love and everything else. But I think do make that decision with the available information at that point, where your life is going and where your interests, etc., your value system, etc., right? What is to say that there's something, someone better is not going to come along? You will never make a decision to get married if that's the case. Okay. Do all marriages work? Absolutely not. But that doesn't mean you are a really bad decision maker. It just doesn't mean that. It means it just didn't work out. In hindsight, you may not have made that decision, but you don't make decisions in hindsight. Yeah. It's the same at work. It's very similar. It's not like marriage, but it's very similar at work because the impact of you not being undecisive has a really negative impact on the entire organization. Mm -hmm. Not only the people, mm -hmm. massive impact on people, but a really big impact on the organization. Organizations will struggle to have speed. Yeah. They will struggle to progress mm -hmm. because you're undecisive. Mm -hmm. I've seen in so many situations where, especially in finance, you want to be, you want to have all the facts and all the data and everything else in place because yes. you are making big decisions on financials. And if you don't have that trust, transparency and the safety to propose and make a decision and everyone supports you on that decision, it can be a very uncomfortable place to be, mm -hmm. really uncomfortable place to be. But if you don't make a certain decision, your competitors may, may make the decision faster than you mm. because you are waiting for 50,000 different data points mm. to make a decision. I think actually, let's give an example, plucking this out of thin air. You're launching a new product, for example. You need to make a decision on what price point you're going to sell it at. Mm -hmm. And there are 1,000 ways to come up with this price point whatever it might be, you know, mm. $149, $199, $175. Who knows, right? And there are people going to have different opinions. So it's very basic level. What impact would not making a decision on this have? The decision would be, or not the decision, the decision doesn't exist. So actually what you're actually doing is making a call not to launch the product. And to, or to, delaying the decision means someone else will beat you to it. Someone else will beat you to it. Yep, exactly. So no competitive advantage in the marketplace. And then what you're also probably doing within the four walls of your organization is wasting resource going round and round and round round the houses. And, and honestly, probably demotivating the staff because someone hasn't made a call on mm. when to launch, what price to launch it at. And so if I'm working on it, maybe I'm the finance manager working on this price point, you know, and I mm. do 80,000 different scenarios, scenarios. Mm. where's my motivation, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. And so, and so I've seen this happen and, and actually not the price point one is just made up, but I've seen it happen in organizations, different ones very often where a decision is not made and then the wheels are spun. Mm. So I would go so far as to saying not making a decision is more damaging than making maybe the wrong one. Yes. Yeah. What do you what do you think about that? No, I absolutely. Like because every business has to gain competitive advantage, move. make more money and move, mm. right? Progress. Mm -hmm. Non-progressive organizations are not fun to be in. 
yeah. like you you wouldn't want you won't attract good talent because you'll be you'll have a demotivated workforce plus whoever who is already in there watch those behaviors and go oh so so that's okay to sit on the fence on things so oh, I'll, interesting I'll, i'll do mm-hmm. that too because it goes back to role modeling mm. as well like how do you role model to your teams and people around it's okay you make decisions based on the information that you have at at hand at that point collaborate with the right stakeholders not all and sundry not the whole organization you will need certain experts to make certain decisions some are bigger than others yep and and make a freaking decision the the fundamental thing is make a decision and own it own the outcome if the outcome is not what you expected that's okay what are the learnings where do i learn where did i where was my error of judgment where should i have actually where should i have actually got more counsel on what areas so for next time i will make that decision a little differently and also most importantly make sure you go back to the team that made that decision mm. and have a debrief on that on the outcome see that's really interesting as well that you just mentioned team because there's a, a number of ways to make a decision and i feel mm. like there's decisions that you can just make by yourself there's mm. decisions where you do have to consult because maybe you're not the expert so you might mm. need to seek counsel from other parties experts and there's also as a leader of a team making decisions where you actually want your team to be involved so maybe they can own the decision they're going to have to execute against the decision as well so they they they're very different processes depending on what you're doing but at the same time there's risk in all of them that no decision is made the more people you have involved so there's there's yes. an argument to say is that making sure at the forefront of your mind is a decision does need to be made so some calls mm. might have to be made as well mm. and so to your point about the team asking thoughts opinions probably some coaching around you know how to make you know your part of the decision that feeds into the overall decision but also mm. once it's made mm. and and I actually heard this recently where it's okay now everyone on the bus this decision has been made mm. we've all got to be aligned so we can go on cuz you're effectively building train tracks when you're mm. when you're making a decision you are building a path mm. for which you go down yes. everybody on a team needs to be traveling in the same direction based mm. on that decision that was made but to your earlier point if that decision turns out to maybe not be the right one at least you will know how you got from a to b mm. and if you then go ah oh, I actually need to go to C then you're also very clear about what you learned on your way to B and then how to move to C. Yes. But that's where what you talked around about the psychological safety within the workplace mm-hmm. allowing you to not be scared. Yes. to to pivot to from B to C. Correct. And um, and, yeah. and the thing is that that's exactly it because your and along the way information may change too. Mm. right mm, you have point. to have the flexibility and of thought and mind and the organizational support to pivot and make changes as you get new information but i think lose the 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 other important point around having the flexibility and ability to rethink your decisions mm-hmm. i think you can you have a great example of this one <laughs> I do and we 
have previously talked about an example of me changing my mind about a particular promotion that I decided not to take. That's not the only example (laughs) of when I've decided to not take a particular role. And so yes, on another occasion, there was a role that I was due to take, not a particular promotion, but a new experience at this point. Then, and, and with the information I had at that time, it was a good opportunity and I was looking forward to it. But then things changed. Mm. And I, actually, I started to really think about what I wanted to do with my career going forward mm. and what actual new experience did I, experiences mm. excuse me, did I want. And I changed my mind. And, and this concept of rethinking is one that Jay and I have both read a book on recently. And, and so when that played out for me in real life, yeah, it's some conversations that weren't particularly important. But honestly, what's the alternative? Mm. Is being so set in my ways to go, well, I made that decision. I must keep going. This is no different to a business decision, a decision mm. within the workplace, right? So if you decide that you, for example, have made a decision to hire a particular person, because people decisions are also mm. decisions too. Do I choose between person A, person B? Do I create this role? Do I get rid of this role, etc.? And say you, you hire a person and that doesn't work out for whatever reason, you are allowed within the employment law rulings <laughs> to, to change your mind. Yeah. Because you can't continue on down a path of like brute force and go, yes. it'll be okay. Mm. The actual level of, I don't know whether it's maturity or resilience to be able to go, do you know what? In this instance, I was wrong or mm. I've learned new things that may make me make a different decision. So in the decision of me deciding not to take the role, I look you back. You made the best decision. Yeah, I look back and I go, honestly, if I had done that, then no one would have been happy with this. Yeah. Like, I would not mm. have been motivated. The leadership team would have been like, who is this? And you I've wouldn't made have been true to yourself. Exactly. Either. And that again yeah. goes goes back right back to number one with the values thing which is yes. why we talked about values first because it actually does talk about it was it was mainly around my freedom value and mm. the ability of me to actually live my life in a, in alignment with that value was more important and I can articulate it better now than I could do when I actually made that decision mm. but I was allowed to think again so it yeah. just is the way it goes the way the cookie crumbles at times but I would I would actually implore everyone to think about where there's been a time when they maybe should have actually thought again. Mm. And I, I will also recommend this book, Think Again by Adam Grant. Anyone should read this book because yes. there's, there's a significant amount of power, a humility, an actual, you know, organisational excellence to be had mm. when there is that culture. Again, Jay goes back to the psychological safety you mentioned mm. that, we are allowed, not flip-flop, no one we should be flip-flopping mm-hmm. because that's also dangerous, but we, you are allowed to change your mind and make different decisions based on new information. Yeah, and be okay and learn from that, mm. right? You also bring one really, not one, you bring so many, but one of the other things around not making a decision on poor performance. I want to talk about the impacts because we were talking about impacts of not making decisions because. I've seen many a times around how not making a decision on poor performance has had on the rest of the good performance. It's really hard. It's a shit conversation to have. No one enjoys that. No one enjoys those decisions either. However, 
as leaders, we have to have the courage to have those difficult conversations and make those difficult decisions. Mm -hmm. One, you are keeping the rest of the team motivated and creates that trust in the workplace. On the other hand, even though it's a really difficult decision, your role modeling to the rest of your teams and everyone else that it is okay. Mm -hmm. You can have those difficult conversations and it has a it probably looks like it has a negative impact on that individual at that point in time. However, it's not in the long run. It is probably one of the most powerful decisions leaders can make. I completely agree. I completely agree. It's interesting that you bring it up because, again, it's, it's even, even just a hard topic just to talk about. Never mind yes. execute. It does go back to we talked about it briefly in episode two about the respect mm. and actually what you're doing by making that decision to take action you're respecting yourself you're respecting the rest of your team I, I do fundamentally agree that in the long term you are also showing the utmost respect to the person individual. who is being performance managed because it's never going to feel nice underperforming mm. in a role so mm. let's get you into a role where you will soar and mm. that should be that should be aligned. That should be the right decision to make. So just, I think what actually is really interesting is to, as we can maybe close out the episode, talk around the awareness of the kinds of decisions that are made in the workplace every day mm. and actually what impact it has when they're made well or not made at all. So for example, deciding how you're going to show up every day or where you can, or so for example, talking about showing up in you know is it calm is it always really energetic is it kind all the time and also deciding to make decisions for yourself especially around flexibility that we now have if you're not feeling how you want to show up deciding maybe I won't come to the office that day for Mm. me and for this for the benefit of the team because I'm not feeling how I want to be when I get there that's a smart decision that actually impacts the people around you as well Yes, I agree. I completely agree. And in this like flexible kind of work environment that we have, uh, those sound like very trivial decisions. Mm. Some of our listeners might be going, why are we even talking about this? Because it's not even important. I think it's fundamentally the most, one of the most important decisions, like how you show up at work. And if you're feeling like she, things go at home, happen at home, yeah. at like personal life, whatever, make a call, make, make those decisions so that it doesn't impact everyone else around you in a negative way yeah and vice versa decide long term what your kind of brand is how you want to create relationships and connections at work and if you probably need to spend more time in the office decide proactively decide to do that don't Mm. wait until you have to be in there because someone's told you or there's a meeting you need to go to or something actually realistically make that call around where do i need to be physically present and where do i not and what you actually find is that you start making these proactive decisions, you start to feel a sense of ownership over that decision. Mm-hmm. And everyone mm-hmm. should have the ability to feel like they own the decisions that are being made and not feel like decisions are being made for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as we close this episode, I want to leave with also when you're leading a team and yes, when you're leading a team, make sure that you actually consciously empower your team to make decisions for themselves yes and 
as a leader, you have a responsibility to role model the right decision-making process and holding yourself accountable and holding your team accountable for the outcomes. That's, it's really powerful in decision-making that you keep a couple of those things in mind. And are we perfect? Absolutely not. We struggle, we make mistakes, we still are learning to do some of those. But personally, I consciously make sure that the team is empowered to make those decisions. So I just want to encourage everybody to start yeah, being and conscious and thinking of those things. Exactly. And that's where role models, again, as we've discussed, are so important. And the other thing is this whole concept of the generations within the workplace, right? So like culturally creating generations of people within the workplace that are empowered to make decisions. Because mm. if you've never had practice because your leader has never given you practice, mm then how are you going to be a leader? And the leaders should be thinking of that too. It makes their life easier if their team just comes to them and be like, hey, I decided to do this, okay? Yeah. Great, that's exactly what you should be wanting for your mm. teams. So I think that's the, the intent of this episode is to mm. just an awareness and how practically to allow, empower people to make decisions and to the awareness of, are you making those decisions yourself as well? Yes. So hopefully that's resonated and landed and yeah definitely looking forward to the discussions on making decisions that we'll have as a result of this episode awesome uh, we'll see you in the next episode that's it from us today bye everyone bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of the steam engine podcast don't forget to like and subscribe at whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on and leave a review that will really help us tailor this podcast to what our audience needs